Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Hodot HaLevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Ba'ia Ibn Pakuda, and we're still in the chapter of Bitahon, of Emunah, of, 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 of belief and trust in Hashem. <clears throat> and we have been discussing in the last classes about reward and punishment in this world and the next world. How does, does that work? And we, uh, he uh, explained to us that the reward in this world is for things that have, are seen and uh, the reward in the world to come is for things that have, are not seen. Only Hashem knows that we did them. And, but he doesn't explain very well what the reward in the next world is because us as mortal beings cannot come to fathom or understand what it means the next world and what reward would mean in the next world. Like here we understand like a good paycheck, good health, nice children, but in the world to come, like divinity, we're basking in the, in the, in the rays of Hashem, we don't really understand what a reward, it's a spiritual reward and we don't really understand what that means. So today, that he comes to say, that he has to emphasize that it is not appropriate to depend on the good things you have done to earn yourself a place in heaven. And this always reminds me of Rabbi Shayamar from Miami, Golden Beach. And he says like people are so worried in this world, uh, making a home in the world to come, like every mitzvah you do is because you're b building your place in the world to come, but they're really not worried about building a home for Hashem in this world. And that while we're alive, we should really be worried about building a home for God in this world, making a dwelling place for Him here. And He'll take care of us in the world to come. So he'll, He's the one that's going to build our home. So, so it says here that instead we should accustom ourselves to thanking Hashem. We should accustom ourselves to always say Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Like if people ask you in the morning, how are you doing today? Baruch Hashem. Even if you have pain, even if you had a bad night, even if you have worries in your head, always accustom you, yourself to say, saying Baruch Hashem. And, uh, Hashem and, and thanking God for the good. He constantly does for you in this world. And this should not flow from a hope that you will receive a reward in heaven for it, it should come from an attempt to repay God uh, some of the incalculable good he does for you here. Like sometimes I'm meditating on my life and I come to see the wonders of it. And, uh, and I say, yeah, like really, I don't think my whole life is gonna be enough to be able to repay God all the kindness he has done for me. When you really count your blessings and you sit down and you really look at every good thing you have in your life, like every muscle works, you can breathe, you can walk, you can see, you can smile, you can talk, you can drink a coffee, all these little things. If you really make a list of all the goodness in your day, you're gonna be in awe. You're gonna be like with no breath. You're gonna say like, oh, I have to, I, my life is not gonna be enough to thank God for all this kindness. And when a person lives with such gratitude, this is the biggest blessing of all because Hashem will continue to give you. It's like a parent, when a parent gives a, a, a child a gift 
and the, and the child loves the gift and he's thankful about it and he's kissing the father and he's thanking him and he takes care of his gift and he cherishes it and he takes care of it, the father or the mother is going to want to give him more gifts, right? But if you have a child that you give a gift and then he has uh, a tantrum two minutes later and he's not grateful and he throws it in the air and crashes it and doesn't care if it's working or not working, then next time you're going to wonder, like, does he really deserve a gift? Like, am I going to throw my money away? So the same way is with Hashem. So in the final analysis, you can trust that Hashem will offer you such a reward. But only, as we have said, as, as he said, that the goodness that God gives us is really his kindness. We don't deserve anything in this world. Like, as good as you can be, you don't deserve nothing. You know, this entitlement mentality of the people today that they deserve, they deserve, entitled, they're entitled. It's such a wrong mentality. We don't deserve anything. Everything we have really is a gift and a kindness from Hashem. So the, 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 the sages address this in a Mishnah where they say, do not be like the servant, this is in Perkeavot, do not be like the servant who serves his master to gain a reward, rather be like one who serves not to get a reward and let fear of heaven be yours. And um, a, a sadic one said, where a rigorous calculation made about your life and how much you owed Hashem for the goodness he has done to you, none of us would be able to claim a place in heaven. Like if we really would look at all the kindness he has given us and we put it in a balance next to what we have done for him, we would be ashamed. We would be really ashamed. And uh, so he says here that, that none of us would be able to claim a place in heaven except if it is a gift and kindness from Hashem. Therefore, do not rely on your deeds, only Hashem's kindness. So don't think that you're a big shot. Don't think that you have that nice job and that nice suit and that nice car and that nice house and that nice family because you deserve it and you work for it and you, you were the one that looked for it and you deserve it. Think of it like really Hashem is very kind to me. This really gives a lot of humbleness. Makes you very, very conscious of, of everything. And then there's a very big movement today that is called Thank You Hashem that comes from the Breslov and it's a very big thing that people thank God publicly. I see it in Instagram, in Facebook, everywhere. Uh, thank you Hashem, today I lost my wallet and I had to pay the bill and I had to travel the next day and I didn't have my documents with me and I didn't know what I was going to do. And then this stranger called me and he had my wallet. Thank you, Hashem. So this type of statements, like random, like from little things in your life, if you start looking at it and you start thanking God for every little thing that goes right in your life and even things that don't go right in your life, they're from God and they're His kindness too. And we thank Him for everything. Then you're going to start seeing tons of miracles in your life. You're going to see things that you never thought that could, could be possible. So, so it says here, it's repeated by David Hamelik in the verse, kindness belongs to you, Hashem, for you repay a person for his good deeds. And the aspect of bitahon, bitahon is trusting Hashem, is appropriate for the seventh sphere and encompasses all of the many gifts that God does in the world to come for those he favors. And there are really too many to en enumerate. 
Nevertheless, each of us should strive to take the path that will lead us to achieve the spiritual level of a tzaddik. So a tzaddik is a person who has no animal, uh, has no animalistic nature, like he has it, but it's really working for his godly nature. He, uh, the godly nature is in control all the time, so he doesn't have any, any need from the world. And, um, and we're not tzaddikim, and we're not meant to be tzaddikim, we were not born to be tzaddikim. But what we can do is we can learn from their ways, and we can come to emulate them. Uh, there's a nice story I, I, I heard of the Hasonish. The Hasonish, once a man came to him, and he said something nasty to him. And he said to him, oh, oh, Hasonish, please forgive me if I offended you, if I made you angry. I'm so sorry. And the Hasonish says, in my store, we don't sell that product. In his mind, there's no anger. There's no, nothing in this world is going to get him angry. So yes, it's very hard for us to think like him. But if we come and we appreciate these ways of life, of looking at the world of this great Sadiqim, we can learn from them, we can adopt things that they do, we can emulate them. Maybe you're not a tzaddik, but you live like a tzaddik. And that may, will make a very big difference in your life. So, and this will bring Hashem to bestow all the rewards of heaven on us as kindness. So the path that leads to those rewards are emulating the character traits of tzaddikim. If you don't know, buy a book of a tzaddik. You can learn from, there's beautiful books. They're all for the boss. Yeah, there's books about the Rebbe Lubavitch, of the way he thought and the way he behaved. There's books about the Hofetz Haim. There's many, many, many books. Uh, women also, holy women, the life of uh, Sarah Kramer, amazing book. There's so many books that you can read and learn from these people, the way they looked at the world. And maybe sometimes it's a little bit extreme and you would think like, I could never be like this. But there's certain things that you can really take upon yourself and, and, and try to be like that. So, so it says here that emulating the character traits of Sadiqim and rejecting material ambition, it requires to removing any fondness for the hedonism of the world. Like for example, don't be obsessed with beauty. Yes, be, look nice, try to look the best you can. If you're a little heavy, try to lose some weight. Yes, yeah, the normal. But do it because you want to look good, because you want to look good for God. But don't do it because you need to look that, that, like, like the model in the magazine. And, and you have to uh, wear every little thing that's in the market now. Or you have to be injecting in your face all these things that they're selling. Don't be hedonist. Uh, live more spiritual. Connect yourself more to your neshama. The body is there, it's a body. The body is a, is a, is a dress that you're wearing in this world to be able to, to do whatever you need to do. Uh, you know, God forbid, when a person passes away and you look at the body, there's nothing in there anymore. You see, it's lifeless. As beautiful as that person was or whatever, there's nothing there anymore. Why? Because the soul, who that person really is, is not in there anymore. So cultivate your neshama, cultivate your soul, and, it, and, and, and cultivate a love for Hashem, cultivate a love for God, start looking at the goodness around you, and dedicate your behavior to that goal, start counting your blessings, start saying thank you God for everything, your entire happiness and pleasure becomes achievement and progress towards coming close to Him. And. Um, 
and Rabbi Pakuda says here uh, that that we should immerse ourselves in all of the uh, in all of this. We should forget about the falsehood of the world, like all this bling bling around us. Yes, it's beautiful and everything you want. And uh, for women, it's hard because we love fashion and we love all this. But use it for your soul. Use it for your neshama. You're gonna dress dress in a way that that is good for your soul. Don't don't mistreat it. Don't denigrate it. You're gonna eat. Eat in a way that it's good for your soul, that it's gonna give you the energy to be able to do Torah and mitzvahs in this world. But don't overindulge and um, and and leave that superficiality of the world. It's very hard today because it's all over. And through this, you will come to emulate the approach of prophets and Hasidim, truly saintly people. And you will trust that God will show your kindness and reward you in the world to come, as He has done for them. And anyone who thinks he can secure for himself a place in heaven without any effort is living a life of fantasy and foolishness. Of such a person, the sages state, some act like Simri, Simri and, uh, and expect a reward like Pinhas. So Pinhas was the grandson of Aaron Hakohen, and Simri was this man from the tribe of Shimon who brought this Moabite girl into his tent and he was doing something that was against the Torah and Pinhas took the long in his hands. And so what it says here is that we have to really live like zealots, like Pinhas, and we have to defend who we are, our neshamas, and live up to who we really are and connecting to God and grateful for all our brahas. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.